Okay, now you can say that. <laughs> We're currently recording during the Rule 5 draft, and their pitching depth is just ac- absolutely getting raided right now. So, AJ uh, Polini, yeah. Dad Ward, and Noah Song are all gone. And I have no idea who they are, but apparently, apparently, they're good. I mean, Noah Song hasn't really pitched for them, and he got drafted in 18, I think. Okay. Yeah, I mean, he, he's been in the Navy, so I don't even know if he's going to play baseball. In the Navy? Yeah. He like, got drafted, and then uh, he went to the Naval Academy, so he had to serve, and then he couldn't get his waivers. So Wait, why did he get drafted? He, he would have been a first-rounder, like a top-end first-rounder if he wasn't at the Naval Academy. But wait, what? When, when was there a draft? No, like the MLB draft. No, I he know. He enlisted. Like, oh, oh, why did he enlist? Wanted to. Well, good for bro. Thanks for serving our country, but should have served our. No, I'm exactly. That's what fuck to say. That is so <laughs> messed up to say. Anyway, we are <laughs> fucking back, baby. Season two of Landing on Lands Down. Uh, we got a lot to talk about today. Yeah. What the hell what the hell is going on with Bogards, man? I don't know. Karabas just posted a get like a video of him hugging Xander, and there's been reports that the Red Sox are like the talks are heating up, so hopefully that gets done soon. But why is it okay? So now they're saying that, but what the hell happened two weeks ago when everyone's like, Oh, Red Sox have severed ties with Bogarts, yada 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 yada. I mean a lot of what the reporters say is being fed to them by agents and people to drive up the price. So I, it's all negotiating tactics. I don't, I don't understand any of that, dude. I mean, I like look at John Heyman yesterday. He reported that Arson Judge is heading to the Giants, and then like six hours later, he signs Arson with New Judge. <laughs> yeah, dude. All, I, I all think times. That is an all-time screw-up. He's going to have to be uh, – I, I think he might be fine. He's definitely going to recover from that. But, like, oh, my God, how do you do that, bro? Like, how? How? I mean, what goes through your before, head? I remember during the lockout, he tweeted baseball's back, and then, like, Rob Manfred had a press conference, like, 20 minutes later saying that they have, like, nowhere near a deal. Someone's got to make an article about John Heyman's screw-ups, and I'm pretty sure we could find a lot more because that's – him and, That's bad. We could do him and Bob Nightingale. <laughs> him and who? Bob Nightingale. Oh, my God. The only one person we could trust these days is uh, Passon. He's the only one. Him and Rosenthal. Yeah. Rosenthal hasn't been saying much, though. Yeah, I mean, he he's pretty good. When he does have things, they are yeah. right. I thought but anyways, yeah, Boston anyway. made... We we actually have a bullpen. I was actually shocked. I because usually every single off season, dude, we go into it like, all right, we need bullpen, we need bullpen. End up no bullpen. So this year, I was just like, okay, it's gonna be the same bullshit again. No bullpen. But we go outside Kenley Jansen and Chris Martin, both of and them Chris are Martin. But I mean, dude, Kenley Jansen, what? I did not he expect a big splash like that. He led the NL saves last year, like, and another thing with that is he's friends with Bogarts. They're both from Curacao. Okay. 
Yeah, but so there, is, there is a couple red that, flags, though, I must say. I mean, fact, yeah, but he led the NL in saves last year. He's a proven winner. He is a proven winner. But the fact and, that like, the Dodgers didn't want him, the Braves didn't want him, like. But the Blue Jays and Giants did. Okay, that's better. But, but I mean. The cool thing I, is, I, no, so you're going to say? No, 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 go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. I would rather them go out and make a move like that and him being bad rather than them just sit on their hands, do nothing, and just say we tried. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I think that's what like they messed up with last season until they got yeah. Trevor Story. They finally did something eventually. But like they kept on sitting on their hands and waiting and trying to like get the perfect price and everything. When you don't fucking need that. Like the Red Sox should always be in contention with the Yankees, with the Dodgers to getting the biggest prospects every single year because they sell out every freaking game. Well, they used to for 10 years in a row. Like the Red Sox have the second biggest fan base in the world, I'd say, next to the Yankees. I don't know if the Dodgers fan base is really that real, but like. I feel like the Red Sox should just always be in contention, man. I mean, I can't knock them for not spending money, but they spend money in the wrong ways, in my opinion. So Which is like another thing. They like, you know, they let Mookie go. They go sign yes. Story. They let Lester go. They go sign Carl Crawford and Hanley and Pablo. Like, mm. it's like take the, like playing in Boston is hard as it is just with the media, the market, all the little things that like behind the scenes things, why would you not want to stick with a guy who's proven that he's, he could do it. I completely agree. 1000%. You couldn't send it better, especially with the Mookie situation, because I, I just hate when teams just ship off homegrown MVPs. It doesn't have to be the Red Sox. It could be the fucking blue Jays for all I care. But like if you ship off a homegrown MVP, that is the worst move you could ever 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 do in any organization the freaking florida panthers just did it they shipped off jonathan huberto and uh mckenzie Weger for kachuk but it's just like turning into a complete shit show now they just suck and it's a whole nother story but like it revolves yeah. in every single sport if you get rid of your homegrown mvps you are stupid yeah and, yeah. and the other thing is with that like what does that do to the, your locker room and what does that do to potential other free agents? Does that deter them from going to Boston where they're like, you know, they don't take care of their guys. I'm not saying that they don't, but that can be thought of by certain free agents. Cause like you're seeing like Red Sox offered more money, a more lucrative uh, contract to Andrew Heaney. And he took the lesser amount of money in years to go to Texas yeah, and they're missing out on guys left and right. And is it what is it if the money's there? Well, I mean, you would think guys would beg to go to Boston. I you would think right playing the Fenway Park, the history of the field, like everything. Maybe maybe it's the city, man. Because like living here kind of sucks. <laughs> it's not the city. Because it's, guys, it's cold. Like, it's cold. It's expensive. Okay. All right. <laughs> guys, sign with Detroit Tigers. Yeah. Guys, sign with the Giants. It's not the city. It's the. I don't know. They're just kind of in this weird funk middle ground where they don't know what they're which way they're going. I think once they set a, I think they're starting to establish that they're setting a clear direction now that they're going in to win. 
Yeah, especially signing Kevin Jansen. You don't sign Jansen and Martin and go get and Jolie Rodriguez, who's pretty good. You don't go after and get establish a bullpen if you don't think that you're gonna go for it. Yeah, and you know if Boston goes out and acquires a gets a starter or two, they bump Whitlock to the bullpen. That's one of the best bullpens in baseball. Yeah, and dude, the entire year the offense wasn't the problem per se. Like you kind of have pieces that are there. Now it's gonna be a little weird without Bogarts or JD. We'll see whatever happens there. I think both of them come back. I honestly I could see that. You have if you keep that core together, dude, and like have story play like Trevor Story, I Get think you got a winning team. Uh, and you really add have a winning team. You add an outfielder. Boston's rumored uh be in on Christian Vasquez. That would be huge to bring the team back together. So basically you're running the same. I I think it's getting more likely by the day the Red Sox give JD Martinez a one year like $20 million deal. Mm-hmm. They bring Bogarts back. You get Kike healthy and you go somehow get an outfielder. Whether that's trade or what whether whether you create a package of like Nick York and two other prospects and try and go get Brian Reynolds or something like that. Yeah, that would be huge. Even like a Jake McCarthy from or Dal- Dalton Varsho from the Diamondbacks. Diamondbacks got like five outfielders that are all young and really good that can all be moved. Yeah, but that's you also got to be careful with the Diamondbacks, like you said earlier. Playing in Boston is much different animal than playing in fucking Amherst. Yeah, I know. But I don't know. I mean, I think Bloom's a really smart guy. Yeah, but at the same time, I think he overthinks things and tries to make sometimes a square fit into a circle. I completely agree. Like I know what but you mean. He has this set vision, and he wants everything to fall into place perfectly. Where at the end of the day, nothing's ever going to be perfect. No, no, definitely not. Do you? So okay, worst case scenario, right? We lose uh, Bogarts. What do you think we do? I think Story becomes shortstop. The shortstop. Yeah. Christian Arroyo is the everyday second baseman. You don't think we go out and get like Adam Frazier or Gene Segura or someone? Maybe for cheap, but I don't. I mean, the whole thing is about Arroyo. He is unbelievable when he's on the field. It's just keeping him on the field. Yeah. No, he is, and he's – I feel like the team gets along with him. Like, I remember the beginning of the they year that dugout seemed like – huh? They love him. I know. And, like, I feel like in the beginning of the year, like, the dugout seemed like kind of eh, but then they finally came together near the end, even though they were losing all the time. And everyone was back. Everyone was rolling. So, I don't know. Yeah. But what about – so, we already lost out on Mitch Hanniger, him going to the Giants. So, if you want another yeah, outfielder, I mean- like – He's ben basically the same thing. As, I can't see them bringing back Pen, Ben Intendi. I think that ended so badly between because I don't know if you remember they were like, oh well, we didn't tell him to get stronger and try to hit more home runs. We want him as a line drive hitter, and then Ben Intendi said, no, you guys told me I need to hit more home runs, so I put weight on. I do not remember that at all. Yeah, it kind of ended badly, but yeah, we'll see. Well, Fam's still out there. If we want to bring him back. But I don't like that fit. Yeah. JBJ? Uh-huh. No. Part three. I think 
No, we need a power bat corner outfield power bat. So how about Will Myers? That's a name I don't hate. I really don't hate that. I think I think that's it. I the whole thing. I think he's a one year deal guy. I wouldn't go past that. No, not at all. Like he's good, but it's not like you know anything that's gonna blow your doors off. He's a nice piece, but he's not the piece. No, he's like a kind of a solid piece. I honestly, I would kind of say Andrew Benatendi type a little bit. Yeah, yeah. The the defense isn't there. I mean, the whole thing is Will Myers mostly played first base last year. Yeah, but I mean, he can still play the outfield. We have a pretty good defensive yeah. outfielder as it is. Stick yeah, him in he would have to. Yeah, yeah. Put him on the wall. Like you don't have to do much. Yeah, the whole thing is they're gonna go and get somebody that no one's even thought of, or that they're gonna like, get like Stephen you know, Scotty or something like that. Tyler O'Neill. Yeah. I don't hate the Tyler O'Neill fit. I'm trying to look up like young outfielders that they would get. Everyone's like up in their upper 30s. Yeah, I mean, I I really don't know, and I'm not even gonna try to guess because Heim Bloom is just gonna, He's gonna pull something, something out of a hat that no one even saw coming. Yeah, no, definitely not. Because nothing leaks from their front office. I don't know how they do it. Nothing ever leaks. Like, they were not linked to Jansen at all. They weren't linked to Chris Martin at all. Like, all the guys that they're linked to, they don't get. Well, yeah, maybe maybe that's their thing. They've been saying this whole thing about Bogart. It's like, I, I still don't know how to feel about the situation. I feel kind of like, hear me out, hear me out. How about Joey Gallo? Honestly, I don't hate it. I really don't hate it. I really don't think it's a bad idea at all. Because you got that big lefty swing and you get that pesky pole right there and just have them hit bombs. Maybe we'll get the Goldilocks balls this year, huh, MLB? How about the Red Sox get the Goldilocks balls, huh? The whole and thing, have... the only thing about that is, is they got to have a backup plan waiting, ready oh, yeah. to go. Oh, yeah. You and... can't be like, throw all the faith into it, kind of like what they did with Dowback this year. Yeah, that was that did not pan out at all. And have you seen no. these things where it's like the Rays are linked to Bobby Dalback? I could so see that. I could see that too. Because I, I can see he seems like a Rays kind of guy. Yeah, I, I could see him Tampa and us getting some like guy that we've never heard of back for from the Rays that like Heim like so, like wanted when or like one of Heim's guys from when he was with the Rays. I could see that. Yeah, and especially because like in 2020, Dalback did really good. And like that's yeah. when no fans were there, no pressure and everything. When the, the heat started turning up, like he choked, dude. I was watching him in Worcester at the there's end of the season. There's something there. Like he's not a bad player. It's just someone's got he needs a change of scenery. Same thing with Duran. Yeah. Duran. There seems to be a so. common trend among these guys coming up that they can't handle Boston. Yeah. And I kind of see that in Jeter Downs too, man. Think about our last four top prospects. Michael Chavis, Sia, couldn't handle Boston. Dalback, Duran, Downs. All flameouts. I mean, yeah. down the jury's still out on uh, Downs, but the rest. Yeah. And then Cassis didn't look too hot, but of course it was the end of the year. Now, 
passes actually his average wasn't good, but his uh like num other numbers were really good. Like, hold on. I'm on fan graphs right now. Let me find him. Sometimes fan graphs doesn't want to work. Uh Kristen, where is his stats? Hey, he had a positive war. That's beautiful. Yeah, I mean, he had a 20% or 20% walk rate. That's freaking good. His weighted runs created plus 120, which averages 100. Um, I mean, I think he did. Fangraphs has like all these whack stats. I don't even know what the hell. They are, but you the I mean, low oh, stats. <laughs> yeah, had you're five the stats guy. What the fuck? He had five home runs and seventy six at bats. I mean, he only hit one ninety seven, but I mean, I really don't. His on base, his on base plus slugging was seven sixty six. That's not bad. I mean, it's not terrible. It's probably around where Verdugo was. Um, sorry but um yeah no i i mean he's not bad but we did get hosmer back so how do you feel about that move do you think he's going to split time with hosmer or like what do you think is going to happen i could see cassis being the dh and hosmer is the first baseman and kind of just like almost rotating them if that makes sense like you get two days, then you get two days, you get two days, like, switching off, you know? Yeah. Just to kind of, like, ease Cassis into, the, like, a big league season. And Hosmer is a proven leader who has won in the past, good defense. Hit, he He's a line drive hitter. I mean, I don't hate – I mean, it's a weird situation, but it's a good problem to have when you have too many good guys. Yeah. I, I'm trying to just think of the mold for this team because every team kind of got like a mold. It's not like you got a mix of young guys and old guys. Like you kind of just got like. This team's just weird. It's like, needless to say, the exact definition of mid, like I kind of want to say, because like it's not superstars. It's not like. Yeah. The, it's not like the Dodgers where they have eight superstars or the Phillies where Dave Dombrowski keeps on spending money and probably going to win another championship in this time in Philadelphia because that's what Dave Dombrowski does. Um, but it's where not like young... Huh? Where are those fans going to hate him in six years? That That is true. They'll probably just be screwed in six years. But <laughs> uh, we don't have, like, young studs either coming up. Like, it's – I hate this middle ground, dude. And that's where we're at. Yeah. I think by end of this year, we'll be able to see what York really is. Raffaella will be almost ready. Mayor, if he has a good year, could fly through the system, like bump him up double A, then maybe he's ready. Like, you know, like I think this year is a big make or break year at the farm system mm-hmm. between York, Mayor, and Raffaella and a couple other guys to see like if the farm system is legit. Wow, dude, they have Roman Anthony at nine. That's crazy. Yeah, like the wow. farm system is good. Yeah. 
They're top. It's top heavy, but it's good. Really top heavy. When they sort of cast as like a pro, is cast still considered a prospect? Yeah, he only has seventy six at bats. Oh, okay, bro. Who is this Belez guy? Oh, Blaze. Blaze. Yeah. Miguel. Yeah, oh, dude. So. He could be – he's very raw right now, but in a perfect world, he's a five-tool five player if everything pans out. But yeah. where, like where did he come from? Isn't that the Florida – the Florida whatever league? league? Yeah. He, he was in the minor league – or he was in the Dominican Summer League. He was an international signing. Damn, dude. And he's already like, three? He, I have not heard a bad thing about him. Huh. Everything I hear about him, everyone just raves. I haven't I haven't looked on Sox prospects since like our last episode, dude, and I didn't notice the changes. Wow. Yeah. Wow, dude. It's crazy seeing these kids that are younger than me on here. I know. Trust me. <laughs> uh and yeah, we got one twenty six year old. That makes me feel a little less uh old. Brandon Walter. He's good. He's right, really who, good. Who do you think is going to like surprise people this year on the Red Sox? Prospect-wise? Uh, both. Um, I think if one of the two of Chris Sale or James Paxton comes back, puts together a good year, that would be kind of surprising. Sale, really? Yeah, he hasn't pitched in like three years. I yeah, I know he hasn't pitched in three years. That's a problem, dude. Yeah, but I think if he comes back and puts together a solid season. Yeah, I mean, yeah, if he does, that'd be great. But I just don't see it happening, man. After three years of just bad luck and just everything that happened, I think it's just gonna be like, I don't know, another starter. Because how how are you gonna get back to the Chris Sale that you were before for not pitching for three years? The whole thing is this past year it wasn't an arm injury, it was a pinky injury and a rib injury and a like it's crazy freak injuries. And the one spin on it that you can put is he didn't throw this year. His arm should be fresh. Yeah, it might be a little rusty, but there's no he doesn't have a year of wear and tear on it. Well, okay, yeah, you're right. Cause it isn't it isn't throwing, it's more freak incidents. Which he still sucks, but broke his pinky and fell off a bike. Like those are just <laughs> like, and let's yeah. be real, he didn't fall off a bike. Something else happened, but that's the story everyone's sticking with. He fell off a bike. So did Tatis, dude. Yeah, that guy. Man. And then the prospect I think everyone's gonna be surprised by is Emmanuel Valdez. He we got him back Emmanuel from the Christian Vasquez trade. He's a second baseman. He's got some serious pop. Where where's he at now? What team? Triple A. Triple A? Yeah, he, he uh hit Second seven base. home runs in forty-four games after being acquired last year. He's playing in the Dominican Winter League. Let's see how he's doing in the Winter League. Is it too early to tell with stats? I mean, I, I honestly have not been paying attention. Um, okay, so we got some folly guys that are doing awful besides Steven Scott. Whatever the hell that is. Um, Catcher. 
Peter Downs is in the uh, Puerto Rican league. He's doing, dude. He's so bad. I don't know what happened to him. He's a he needs a change of scenery. Yeah, but... Jeter Downs is batting one forty six in the Puerto Rican league. How? No. It's forty eight at bats, dude. How are you batting one forty six? I get it for like twenty, but like forty eight, dude. That is awful. Yeah. Wow. All right. Um, I remember last year we went through this entire thing, every single prospect. Oh, Cassis yeah, is in the. Yeah, that was Cassis that was a lot. Home after like three days. Cass is batting 222 with nine at-bats, so you can't really tell. Yeah, he, he Valdez, here we go. He is batting 179 with 67 at-bats. That does not seem too impressive. Well, you know, maybe it's Brandon Walter. That <laughs> I don't know. Did, I haven't really been paying attention. We have Darwin and Hernandez, didn't we? Like, Tremont or something? Uh, we DFA'd him, but he's still... Stuck around. All right. Well, I guess he's back. What is this? This website's so interesting. Shout out Sox prospect students. They do the most. I don't know how they do this. All right. Well, I think Mr. Brian Bayo is going to have a outbreak year. Because he started off super rusty. And near the end, they still stuck with him. He got his ERA down. And, dude, I just feel it coming from him, man. His whip's pretty good. Even though he had eight losses, like it's just he progressively got better and better and better and more comfortable. I agree. And so that that has me super excited. And I think he's gonna be a definite maybe three, four starter, maybe five, but he'll be a he'll be a guy. He'll be a guy where he goes out and you're not like fuck me, fuck me, fuck me. He's gonna suck. I agree. I think I think he's definitely gonna turn some heads this year the stuff's there i mean it's just about him growing and learning at the big league level which i'm confident he can do oh 100 and my minor league guy i gotta go with roman anthony my boy roman anthony because he is just ridiculous and i've seen him in person his swing is just unreal he's not human at all by any means committed to Ole miss since he was like 16 and then he's like nah i'm gonna go play for the Sox." And I think he's going to climb up that list really fast. And I think you'll see him in the top five by the end of this year. Yeah, easily. he's really good. Yeah. He's good. He's a stud. All yeah. right. Uh, what else we got to talk about? Any any predictions, I, Dev? I don't know. I'm not going to make a prediction because I just know it's not going to happen. Oh, if there's a guy on. that's – Give me, give me like, one. Give me one. Red Sox sign – No, Red Sox trade for Pablo Lopez from the Miami Marlins. Okay, I can see that. What about you? Uh, the Marlins are a shit fire barn sale, yard sale, barn fire, yard sale. <laughs> that was English. <laughs> um, uh, my prediction is I think Bogarts is not going to come back. I think they're going to move Trevor Story to shortstop. And I think um, they're going to sign. I don't know if they're going to sign anybody. I really don't. I think Bogarts is going to go. I don't think they're going to sign anybody. And they're going to move Sawyer to shortstop. That's my prediction. Pretty grim, but Twitter? like, I don't know. You've been on Twitter? No, I haven't. Not really. Karabas <laughs> seems pretty sure. Karabas had a dream. He had a dream. Yeah. I mean, he Quote posted unquote. a picture of him. He said he he posted a picture of him and Bogarts 
And then all these writers uh, like out of Curacao are basically saying Bogarts back to the Red Sox. I hope so. I don't think so. And I think if that doesn't happen, I don't know if the Red Sox are going to do anything because I think Correa is going to want to watch so much more money. Yeah. Oh, wow. Um, Hector Gomez said the Red Sox yeah. increased their offer for Xander Bogarts. Talks have intensified. Looks like they could come to an agreement. The thing is, Trey Turner signed for so much, like Bogarts is going to get like more than that. So that and the Red Sox, you know, are cheap. Yeah. That's why I'm just kind of concerned, but we will see. We'll see. Yeah. I mean, I, I just feel like this like organization has like, there's no leak. So you really don't know. Yeah. Every well, that, that does kind of scare me because okay. like some, someone posted on Twitter saying like they found something. So maybe it's not actually. A thing. And then every time they're linked to somebody, they aren't like the guy, the ones that got them. Yeah. So I don't know. We'll yeah. see. Uh, Dev, got anything else, man? I'm good. All right. This has been episode one of season two, baby. Thanks for listening. And oh, oh, we got a shirtless Devin Roche real quick. Yes, we do. Oh, my God. Well, we got an emergency update to this meeting or this episode. I, uh, <laughs> I, I posted it already, but I had to take it down because the Red Sox signed Masataka Yoshida. Yoshida, Christmas came early. I'm already in a Santa hat. It's great, but Christmas came early for the Red Sox, and we had to add this part in because that's obviously a huge, huge part of this offseason. Uh, me and Devin, literally, you will hear during this episode, we were not predicting this at all, and we did predict that the Red Sox do the unpredictable. So in a way, we did predict this. We did predict this in a roundabout way, so we're going to take credit for it. Yeah, in a roundabout way. So um, what's do you know anything about this guy? Um, yeah, he rakes. He rakes? <laughs> he rakes. Japanese League MVP last year, right? Uh, I think so. He, everyone raves about his bat-to-ball skills. They're saying he can't really play, le- he's not a good defender or base runner, but who cares? Who cares? And like, doesn't matter. Um, I thought, there's a crazy stat about him I'm trying to find. Uh, I think Passon had it. Let me look up him on Twitter. As you can tell, we're caught a kind of caught off guard here. Very caught off guard. We actually ended the episode. I edited it, uploaded it, and then went to go get dinner, and then boom, that happened. So we just had to add this little part. So this is his crazy stat. He's an on base machine, and uh, he struck out just forty one times in five hundred and eight plate appearances, and with eighty walks. So he strikes out. Or he walks double what he strikes out. That's beautiful. That's insane. That's awesome. Hopefully he brings it to the MLB. But I'm I'm sure he will because like that's just that's a ball. That's not like you're being overpowered and like selling out for home runs. That's just pure talent. Yeah, in the short three minutes I get to know this guy before we record this. Uh, that one video that you sent me, him just literally like reaching at balls and putting it out. I think that's just like a Japanese special. All those guys do that somehow, and I've never seen like. <laughs> American guy do that at all. I know. And the ball just jumps off his bat in every video I've seen. He likes hits it with one hand and it flies. I think he's going to be very exciting in Boston. I know. We will see. But uh, thanks again, everyone. And we will catch you next time. Merry Christmas. And Merry Christmas.